1: And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Oh! Well, morning, glory, and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome, I say welcome again to Friday. It is the 21st day of October, 2022. And my name is Nick, and there's Big J right over there. Yeah. Good morning to you, Big J. Good morning to you. Are you excited for what was supposed to be an eventful weekend, now will yeah. be an uneventful yeah, one? No, yeah, we were going to go to Salt Lake.
0: Uh, my sister is retiring from FedEx after like 25 years. And so she's having a retirement party and invited us down there. We were excited to go, but they're like, hey, it's supposed to snow here. It is supposed to snow this weekend. And, you know, North Utah and Southeast Idaho can be very treacherous when it snows. And they were like, you yeah, know, don't come. <laughs> Right. Uh, And so I'm like, okay, it's a great time to save some money. We're still in the midst of uh, working out and fixing this uh, extra room up. Yeah. So, yeah, we, uh, we we canceled those plans. And Does
1: your uh, sister or family or anything over there need to listen to the show via podcast or stream? Uh, no, I don't think so. They, they were here a couple weeks ago driving
0: through from Oregon and they got a chance to listen.
1: Well, I was going to so. say, if they're not listening, I can say it. Uh, you didn't want to go anyway. So, this is, uh, yeah. this is quite the coup <laughs> yeah, for you. Yeah, I was,
0: I was like, a retirement party? Another retirement party? Because I, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm party uh, like. Just anti-party, uh-huh. I guess, at this point. So, like, I'm a social, um... Just, you're, you're a nihilist. Yeah. You're anti-party. Yeah, I, it's like, I don't... The only people I know would be my sister and her wife. I wouldn't but, know anybody else. Yeah, but you don't go to the party for the other people. You go to sell them for I guess, but then you are got to deal with these other people you don't know.
1: Ah, listen, you don't have to deal with anything you don't want to deal with, buddy. If you want to sit in a corner and, like, just stare at your phone, you could do that wouldn't be much of a party for you, but you certainly could. That guy's a loser! Is that (laughs) PJ sitting in the corner? What? Is he playing animation throwdown? But uh, welcome to the show today. What are we going to do? Well, I don't know. How about we start with another X-Rock murder mystery clue? That's going to happen in the 7 o'clock hour. We are going to make sure you guys have things figured out. We have revealed the weapon up to this point and additional clues coming with the other answers while we're trying to give you clues and not make it super obvious but at some point we do try to make it obvious so that somebody actually gets there big j you understand what i'm saying yeah and of course we have another code word in inflation retaliation as well that's going to happen in the nine o'clock hour as we get started for another daily drawing for another thousand dollars to another treasure valley listener that's the idea that's going to happen today we'll have tickets to the sold out i prevail show that is coming up i uh maybe we might be talking lounge at the end of the universe today that is tbd but i definitely know we're gonna get a what you're gonna do fire me song of the day from big J, so it should be a good friday show but we get started with some music around these parts and that means we're gonna get started with some shy down it's black hole sun here on the morning after on the x rocks the morning after with nick and big J. Big J, would you lay back and clutch your pearls if I told you that Boise State University has more people attending it now than ever before? Uh,
0: yeah, sure. No, how come? I don't know what the pearls mean, but pearls—like, <gasps> be shocked? Oh my gosh! I don't think that
1: would be shocking. Though. Okay, uh, they are reporting an increase in the number of students on campus not only this year but also the most number of students that have come from in-state ever has happened in the year 2022. They saw a 1% increase in total student enrollment from the previous year and 2% since 2018. But the BSU recruitment team has started to change its kind of strategies because they want to increase the number of Idaho students enrolled at the university because that first-time residence and undergraduate increased by 314 students, which is a boost of about 20% from last fall, man. Overall enrollment for the fall semester increased to over 26,000 students. But the residential undergraduate students outpace non-resident students by about 36%. So that means that more people from the state of Idaho are going, you know what? Hey, man, I want to be a Bronco. I want to stay right here. and I'm going to get my education right here, man. So Right here. Congratulations. Although, to be fair, if we're going to give equal time, Big J, you also have dials have to let you know that the University of Idaho also had their largest incoming class ever. So a lot of more people are going to college here in Idaho, period, the end. I believe part of this has a lot to do with, you know, the population boom here in the Treasure Valley began about 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so some families that just started to move here, those kids are starting to graduate. So there's more students here in Idaho than there have ever been before. So it makes sense that they would continue their education stateside uh, for financial and usually other reasons as well. And so they're sticking around and they're going to college and they're learning. What are they learning, Big J? don't know. Different things. What did you learn in college?
0: Uh, to get out as soon as possible.
1: And that's the only kind of things that you can learn when you're in college. How would you know to get out if you haven't gone, right? Exactly, Big J, I'm going to let you break down the trade that your San Francisco 49ers made with the Carolina Panthers last night. Did it make you happy? I mean, all in. I didn't find out about it till this morning. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, which is uh, sleeping, I guess.
0: And so, uh, yeah, they're all clearly... All in, Chris McCaffrey is an amazing talent He's had some injury issues I didn't think there was anything left in the pantry To, uh, to be able to trade for somebody of that status So uh, that's pretty interesting I, Though I am concerned because he is injury prone here lately And uh, the entire
1: San Francisco 49ers team is injury prone Well, we'll see uh, We'll see what ends up happening Is he expected to be suiting up this weekend for the I, I don't know, I haven't seen anything like That would be crazy, I think, to be traded on a Thursday night to play on Sunday but you almost have to because that's what you make that trade for yeah, yeah but also like i mean maybe you just put him in a couple of packages like maybe he's not you know nothing too complicated he's yeah, not going to get the, the ball kid But McCaffrey's not dumb. You know, he went to Stanford. He's a smart kid. Going back home, too, a little bit in that particular respect. So uh, it'll be nice to see how it happens. Uh, I, for one, was happy because I was convinced, considering I just traded for the Rams starting running back, that he was going to get traded to the Rams. And that trade that I made would be nullified, essentially. But now it is those that have San Francisco running backs that have been nullified. Like me. (laughs) Christian McCaffrey. (laughs) is now a member of the San Francisco 49ers. I was at Nick Swartzen last night. How was the Thursday Night Football game? Was it watchable or was it uh, just oh, a lots score? Lots of yeah, but,
0: Lots of what? Like, like, you know, I don't know if uh, the Saints are pretty bad. Uh, Dalton is not good. I mean, through three well, interceptions. He's supposed to be a backup quarterback.
1: Two pick sixes. Yeah. So, uh, I saw. Is that what I mean? That's what I'm guessing was that. Was it fun to watch, or was it just sloppy? And it ended up being a high was, scoring game?
0: It was fun, but that's because I picked up the Cardinals' uh, defense.
1: Oh, congratulations! So. <laughs> that was a nice pickup. Uh, two pick sixes. Never saw how many points did they get you? Fourteen. All right, well, because be the, the the score obviously they they put on some uh, points on them. Listen, but. if you get double digits out of your defense, it's backflip time. That's that's not a bad week for you fantasy wise. People are still watching the television show Monster on Netflix in ridiculous numbers. It debuted weekly in the streaming record er, rec- rankings with a 3.7 billion minutes watched from September 19th to September 25th. That's a lot of time in just a week, Big J. It was number one for the week, and it made it the 10th most streamed program in the single week ever recorded by Nielsen. I'd love to see what those particular lists are. What the top 10 most streamed ever in a particular week was. It did not list in the article and I tried to look it up but I don't know if I need some sort of weird password to unlock that information but boy howdy did it not I want to give it to me. Morning After with Nick and Big J there's your first round of important stuff. We've got tickets to their sold out show on the 1st of November coming up a little bit later on on the program. That's I Prevail here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J already hinted at it kind of at the top of the program, but we are about to have some serious weather changes around our area, Big J. It's gonna go from really hot to kind of tolerable to all the way cold and wet and rainy and some possible snow in certain locations depending on where you're hanging your hat, but uh, that also means something else for us like working in our brains, and that is, science has found out that when the weather is cold outside, as it gets colder, we have really, really weird dreams. And they're like, it's very strange that more vivid, realistic dreams happen with cold weather. And they're trying to figure out why that happened. So they did a whole uh, figuring out and study about it. And it's just like they found that the amount of vivid dreams that we have by falling temperatures is pretty incredible. And they think that it's actually a contributing factor. That a drop in temperatures in the winter month can make us easier for us to fall into a deeper kind of sleep. Because we're cold. It's almost like we're going into short hibernation, if that makes sense. And so that increases the likelihood of what seems to be much more realistic dreams. Not necessarily that they're more bad or more good; they're just more realistic. The lack of sunlight also impacts our sleep patterns. As things get darker and sooner, it makes us fall asleep deeper faster. Does that make sense? Yeah. I and guess. so if you're struggling with overly realistic dreams, where you're like, "Oh man, I'm, I'm I gotta escape into the uh, the dreamscape," and all of a sudden, Scary Terry's there, and it's it's getting really weird. <laughs> how can you prevent that reduce the stress in your life if you can eat a little bit earlier don't eat right before bed and then use relaxing essential oils which you're a big believer in and that could help you kind of get rid of these super vivid dreams as we head into the colder months of the year and i had not really thought about like uh like oh it's winter time i'm gonna have more realistic dreams but now it's something i'm gonna have to keep an eye out for maybe be lost in my own dream reality and then I was starting to think as I was reading the story, I was like, I can't remember the last dream I had. And then I'm like, is that a thing of go- growing older? Like, do you do you remember your dreams less? I don't
0: know. Just have some sausage before you go to bed of a dream. Why does it have to be sausage? I don't know. It just seems to be what gets me going. Do you have sausage dreams? No. All right. You want to change the subject? No, More I'm and- just saying, I'm just saying, you know, it, it's always been the. You never heard that before? Sausage means dreams? No. <laughs> Are you making this up? No.
1: I'm not. Where did you hear it? I don't know. Maybe I am making it up. I mean, I I, mean I've heard that eating before bed is not good because right. it can sometimes do that. I have never heard the specific sauce- sausage will give you re- dreams. I have not heard that. Um, I-
0: you know, maybe I'll, what I'll do is uh, I'll, uh, I'll test the story out next week so we have some content, okay?
1: Right. Oh, sure. Okay. Why don't you research where you heard that? Because I might be more interested in that more than anything else. Let's type this into the Google search. Where is Big J here? No, just type in Sausage Dreams and see what comes up. And do me a favor. Do not tell me the websites that come up when you type in Sausage Dreams. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Dreaming meaning sausage interpretation. That's all you're going to get, huh? Your desires will come true. (laughs) If you're eating sausage in your sleep. (laughs) Well, I got good news for you, Big J. Yep. How about we take a look at the What You Gonna Do Fire Me song of the day? That is coming up here in a few minutes on the X Rocks. That is typo negative. That is Big J's. What you gonna do? Fire me? Song of the day. It's Black Number One on the X Rocks.
0: Big J, why'd you pick that song, man? Yeah, all part of this month's spooky, uh, spooky songs and spooky bands. And that is one of them for sure. Gothic metal <laughs> will definitely come under that uh, genre there. And uh, typo negative, uh, one of the best. And uh, they've had some music appear in some, uh, some scary movies, uh, Freddy vs. Jason. I know what you did last summer, and a couple others as well uh, throughout uh, the years.
1: Yeah, Peter definitely had that particular type of voice, you know, where it just kind of stuck out this time of year. So it's always good to hear some typo negative. You saw them in Spokane? Yeah, though?
0: man. Oh, it was one of the best shows. Uh, typo negative. And um, uh, I think it was uh, Hatebreed. It was, just, it was an amazing show. And it was one, uh, you know, Peter Steele passed away not long after that show. So uh, I felt very fortunate mm-hmm. to get to see them again. And, uh, you know, they've been to Boise a few times. And I've seen them when they come to town and they always put on a great show and really a band that uh, I think is is missed by a lot of people.
1: I agree, I agree. They were very underrated when they were around and then people started to appreciate it more when Peter passed, of course, as we tend to do from time to time but they are missed in this uh, rock world as well. I think the music was a better place to typo negative producing new stuff. Agree or disagree?
0: Oh, totally, yeah. Morning After
1: with Nick and Big J. Some important stuff on the way. We got your next clue in the murder mystery happening as well. (laughs) Nick and Big J. Good news for you, Big J. Instagram is launching a feature that will hide offensive replies to your stories, so you won't get all those F-bombs in your stories anymore. Ah, darn. I look forward to them. Users will also see what are called kindness reminders from time to time, Big J. Like, hey, stop being such a jerk. Hey, you're a jerk. Knock it off. This news comes days after uh, Ivan Tooney, who is a football player overseas, received a racist message on the platform and posted it and got a lot of response saying, hey, this happens a lot more than you think. So Instagram wants to cut down on this kind of stuff, so the feature will allow public figures to turn on what's called a hidden words feature, so that will block certain replies based on their content. Instagram also plans to show notifications when users start to reply to an offensive comment, perhaps in an effort to slow down heated online debates as well. So we'll see what ends up happening, although I'm guessing that if you're there to troll that hey are you sure you want to troll boxes are going to stop you yes I do I'm 100% positive I want to call this guy this name and so I uh, just know you may have a couple more hurdles to cross for those name calling posts that you like so much on Instagram especially if you're a public figure like you radio speak you. yeah What where would you like to hide from Instagram I can't see it obviously kindness no The Carolina Panthers have traded their star running back Christian McCaffrey to the San Francisco 49ers in return for four draft picks. The deal was announced last night around 9 o'clock by Yahoo Sports, so McCaffrey should feel pretty welcome in San Francisco. He was a star player at Stanford in his college days. The 49ers are giving up their second, third, and fourth round pick this year and then the fifth round pick next year for the running back who is under contract until 2025. He actually has a pretty reasonable salary this year. It starts to get ex- exponentially larger beginning next season. That's when the cap stuff is going to start. So it's very clear to me the 49ers are going all in on this season and come what may next year, we'll see. Yeah, taking a page out of the Rams. Which is really strange Playbook. considering, you know, they're out there starting quarterback for the season. So you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, this is... Yeah, the, but I mean... I'm, no, I know. I know. what I'm just saying... Like, it's so, I don't think I've ever seen a team go all in with a backup, I guess, is my point.
0: Yeah, but the backup was once their
1: starter who took them to the Super Bowl and was a pass away from winning. My, your, your point is valid. My point is he probably should have been the starter from the word go if oh, they're yeah. this committed well, to well, him. Sure. But I'm saying Trey Lance is a mistake. That's all I'm trying to say. I, w- I would also say he was a mistake. They gave up draft picks for him as well. Hopefully the McCaffrey thing That's works I, out. That's why there's
0: nothing left in the cupboard, I don't
1: think. Not for at least a year. Uh, you're gonna have to, you don't have to worry about drafting next year, I'll put it that way. Big J, something interesting happened in the Shinedown camp and not just me calling Soundgarden Shinedown an hour ago. We're talking about their canceled their entire European tour set to begin November 7th. And this is a little bit concerning to me because the reason that they cited for the cancellation is The economic and logistical side of touring currently in Europe is growing too heavy for the band to be able to put it together in the present time. Basically, they're saying we can't afford to tour Europe right now, which is incredible for a lot of reasons. Number one, Shinedown is incredibly popular over there. They sell out a bunch of arenas. They've been selling out arenas here, left, right, and center, including here in the Treasure Valley. But it's one of those deals where it's like if we have arena bands that can't afford to travel overseas to tour that should be the first of what could be very many serious concerns for the live music industry in my opinion yeah unless it's not a valid excuse and they're coming that's what they're using but shinedown doesn't seem like that kind of people to me their camp doesn't either i really think they're going hey we want to play these shows these tickets are sold we can't afford to put on our production no, the, over the there the
0: fuel and energy crisis in europe is is, is 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 tenfold what we have here and it's a very very bad situation and it's it's already becoming Uh, Financially difficult for bands to tour right now because of those factors here in the United States. It's times 10 in Europe.
1: Yeah, Uh, it seems like it's easier because Europe is closer together. But the reality of it is the energy costs are more expensive over there than they are here currently. And, you know, Shinedown's rolling with like, I think, four or five trucks deep with their production. And that means it's expensive to get you from point A to point B. And sometimes those ticket costs, because, again, you know, Shinedown gets a guarantee for a show. That's how these concerts work. Bands usually don't get a piece of the ticket prices. They get paid a flat fee to perform the concert, and then the promoter sets the ticket prices, whereas they think that's what the market will pay for a show, and that gives them a profit margin if they sell a certain amount of tickets after giving out the band the flat guarantee. So they're getting paid the same no matter where they go. The ticket prices are not up to shine down, nor do they control that. They're based on other factors involved. And so it's not like they can raise ticket prices to try to make money to make their gas make sense over there in Europe. You know? Yeah. It's a complicated process. We'll put it that way. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks let me preface this we're going to hell story with a warning parents that are driving kids to school have children within an earshot i would say earmuffs not because this is awful or violent or anything but there is a chance that certain things could be shattered in the next couple minutes if young children are hearing this so i would advise it not to happen as i have a we're going to hell story that i'm calling ho ho oh no big J. Oh, no. (laughs) Because Turkish researchers claim that they have finally, after almost centuries of searching, found the tomb of the actual man, Saint Nicholas. Now, if that name sounds familiar, that's because this is the real life dude that inspired Santa claus big J. ah santi and uh basically the the image in our heads that we have of this man santa claus has been basically passed down from images of this gentleman who was a holy man in fifth century turkey that would basically drop off presents on a particular night for people in and around his town. That started the way, you know, rumors often do of a mystical man that came down your chimney and dropped off presents. Next thing you know, we have Santa Claus, Big J, you understand? Mm -hmm. And so they knew he was a Turkish man it was based on, but they knew and they knew the name. It was written down. There were stories that were written down about this gentleman, but they always were like, okay, was it always a fable or was there actual, a real St. Nicholas that did these things? Because he seems like a real guy, but we can't find the son of a gun anywhere well they found him underneath the church that he apparently helped build in turkey's atlanta province no relation the holy man's remains were around 700 years uh, old so his exact burial spot was unknown until now according to live science but they found it now what they're going to do big j that they found him is they are going to uncover the remnants of an ancient sanctuary that are in and around the area and also pull out some DNA to see if they can't find some ancestors or some rela- some I guess, uh, yeah, I mean basically relatives of his in current modern day Turkey or elsewhere in the world. That's the idea. They're gonna like 23 me this dude and see if he's got any, you know, offspring that are around in this particular day and age. The question is what they do with that information I don't know, but in my mind this becomes the new Santa Claus you see? Like forget the reboot that you're doing turn it into like this gritty real life adventure where they finally discover the body of the real St. Nick. They take his DNA. They find actual living relatives. They go to them and say, you're part of this family. This is your job now. You must take over the reign of St. Nick. Boom, you're Santa. And now you got to do Santa stuff.
0: Yeah, it's like a Tim Allen movie.
1: Yeah, except nobody's dying off the roof of 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 a house and passing on this curse to somebody. This is now part of your bloodline. You understand? And we can call it Santa Claus bloodlines. And we can see what ends up happening when a modern person is thrust into the world that they don't understand and didn't create and didn't even know they were a part of until just this particular moment. I'll say you. Yeah, probably. No, that wasn't the enthusiasm I'm looking for. Sorry, man. I'll work on the pitch. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Coming up in a few minutes, some important stuff, plus your pop culture smackdown. (laughs)
0: On the morning after with Nick and Big J,
1: We are starting to really see the results of people working from home over the last couple of years. And by that, I mean because people worked a lot at home together, they were getting it on a lot. Which means kids are starting to be born, Big J, There's a mini baby boom thanks to remote work. Babies! Started as a small increase in 2020 and then got a larger bump in 2021. And now as we're into 2022 the nation's fertility rate has jumped 6.3%. It's a pretty big deal, and it's the first major reversal in declining fertility rates since 2007, especially for women under the age of 25, the study has said. So this baby boom has seemed to be among those in the early 20s who are more likely to work from home, and stimulus funds could have played a role as well. They're still really not sure about all that, but they just know that, listen, being home more... We got bored. We tried to find something to do. That means we got it on. And sometimes that happens with babies. Your wife's been working from home for a while now. When's the little big J going to be running no! around? No! Let's go. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Why? Mm. Running around. Having fun.
0: Love him, but no thank you. <laughs> you love your fictional
1: child, but, but you know yeah. what? Yeah. Gulliver is his name. <laughs> oh, I prefer little big J. Come here, little big. Carolina Panthers have traded their star running back Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers in return for four draft picks. Whether or not he suits up this weekend is still yet to be decided, but the 49ers really don't have a draft class for next year because of this trade and the Trey Lance trade. So we'll see how it all comes together for the 49ers. They're clearly all in. McCaffrey's in their contract until 2025. Cardinals beat the Saints last night on Thursday night football at home. Their first home win since October of last year. So it was nice to get one if you're a Cardinals fan. But it wasn't because their offense. It was because either Andy Dalton's terrible or the Cardinals defense is pretty good. But two pick sixes have led to the Cardinals being victorious on Thursday night. Dak Prescott will return this particular weekend. That's fun. And the Jets wide receiver, Elijah Moore, is looking for a trade. He is not happy with his lack of playing time there in New York, or at least his lack of him getting the ball, although the Jets say they have no interest in trading the former number one pick. Big J, it is spooky season. Agree or disagree? Yeah. So it's time to find out about the time Joe Behar ended up saying that she had sex with a bunch of ghosts because it's that time of year. They were talking about how uh, if they were wondering if somebody were to have relations with a ghost, if somebody could get pregnant from that. And Joey Behar said that she's had sex with a couple of ghosts and she never got pregnant, so don't worry, I guess, mm-hmm. if you're freaking out about that. I'm not sure if that's meant to be a joke. Yeah, I don't know. If she was serious about it but uh maybe one day you'll have to tell me you watch the view so i don't know no i don't morning after after with nick and big J, we are going to focus on the view for pop culture smackdown coming up here no i'm kidding in a (laughs) few minutes so hang on if you want to win some tickets to a sold-out show
0: (laughs) yeah and we've got tickets for you i prevail and pierce the veil coming to town november 1st to, to the rev center by the way this show uh, sold out. I mean, you can go on and try to buy tickets on Ticketmaster, but they're like hundreds and hundreds of dollars now at this point yeah. in the resale market. Do it, Moneybags. So, uh, here's your opportunity to win these tickets and then do with them as you please.
1: 208-287-1003. Is it okay if I call an audible and do something unprecedented to Big J? Yeah, just just let me win tickets. Yay! I am going to let you pick the category uh, of questions I, call, I ask you. Do you. Would you like questions about chefs or questions about Kim Kardashian? Because no, birthday, shifts, knowing shifts. that you're also cursing the other person with the other category.
0: Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. God, I wish I knew who was on the phone, though, first. Oh, no. And none <laughs> like, of that. Like, if it was any of the Nabisco guys, I would curse them. I'm gonna In wait until you and answer. Bobby, but um, I'm gonna go with, uh, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the stupid Kardashians.
1: Alright. It could be easy. That No, it's just one, because Kim is what we're focusing oh, on. It's her okay. birthday today. Hello, the X. Hello? Sir or man? Hello. Hi, how's it going? Hey, what's up, man? What's your name? Hi, I'm Cody. All right, Cody, you're up first. Therefore, you will get the question. Big J has selected the category of Kim Kardashian, so you will get the celebrity chef category. Uh, Cody, what is the catchphrase of Chef Emeril Lagasse? Does he say Bam? Does he say Cowabunga? Or does he say Flavortown? Uh, bam. Bam is 100% correct. Well done. Right. Good job, Cody. Big That's J, easy. to you. What other reality star gave Kim Kardashian her first showbiz boost because they were best friends? Is it Jessica Simpson, Paris Hilton, or Carmen Electra? Boy,
0: I'm going to go with Paris Hilton? Famously
1: best friends with Paris Hilton, yes. That actually put her in the spotlight for the very first time. Probably Cody I gave her some sex tape advice, too. Cody, back to you. Uh, which chef is known as the ace of cakes? Is it Duff Goldman, Guy Fieri, or Buddy Valestro? Um, Buddy Valestro. Buddy Valestro. No, I'm sorry. Wrong. He's the cake boss, Big J. Former guest the morning after. Both of them are. Yeah. Hello, The X. The answer to this question is as well.
0: Good morning. Good
1: morning. We need to know what chef is known as the Ace of Cakes. Is it Duff Goldman, Guy Fieri, or Buddy Valestro? Duff. Which one? Duff. He said Duff. Duff. Duff is correct. Yes. Duff Goldman is the right answer. What's your name, sir? Wizard Cow. All right. You're taking on Big J. Hey, (laughs) Big J. That means his name's Mark. (laughs) Almost 20 years ago, Kim Kardashian made a self-sex tape with what then rapper and VH1 reality store? Um, What is his name? RJ? God, you're so close, but I'm sorry. Wrong. I'm sorry. You have RJ on the brain for some reason. Ray J. Ray J. Ray Ray J. Right. Uh, You get it right, sir. Congratulations. You are good to go for I Prevail tickets. Hang on one second, and we will make sure you're set and good to go there. It sounded like you were going to say something, but you (laughs) weren't. No. I'm glad
0: I don't know who that is.
1: I don't know much about the man. I never watched the show. I just know the one thing he's famous for is the same thing she's famous for, as far as I'm concerned. Having a sex tape. That got very, very popular. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J's Kim Kardashian expertise blows up in his face. There's your pop culture oh, story <laughs> It is the X. Rocks. <coughs> Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Guess what's happening going on through this weekend at the OK Mart in Nampa, Big J.? uh it's a trade-a-thon marathon maybe hit it right on the head dude yeah, yeah it's happening right now as a matter of fact and you can check it out <laughs> if you want to as they have taken over the okay martin napa and the parking lot put up some tents and made it easier for you to purchase yourself a car gonna be out there broadcasting live tomorrow one to three swing on by grab yourself a vehicle they'll give you 130 percent for your trade-in they'll pay off your existing loan they'll give you a thousand dollar costco costco gas card and you don't have to worry about a payment until 2023 those are just some of the perks i'll give you more details tomorrow when you come out and see me saturday one to three at the old Kmart in Nampa for Team's Trade-A-Thon Marathon. Big J, most, if not all, of today's headlines are about food. No, oh, great. They go like this: You liars! What smells? And a real horror book. You liars! Have you heard of Barilla Pasta, Big J? It's like the pre-made pasta that comes in the blue box that you can see in in pretty much any store that you go to? Yeah, of course. Its big tagline is Italy's number one brand of pasta, and it's been that way for three years. But here's one problem, Big J. It's not the number one brand in Italy? It's not even made in Italy. Let alone the number one selling pasta in Italy. It's made in Iowa and New York City, and now its brand is facing a lawsuit for misrepresenting its products. A federal judge has denied Barilla's motion to dismiss the case. The plaintiffs want them to stop associating itself with Italy because not only is it not made there, it is not number one there, and to say that seems like it's pretty much a lie. And so they're seeking damages because they claim they purchased their products believing they were from Italy, and that's the way that's working. If you're wondering if this is the only brand getting sued, you're not, you would be wrong. Uh, There's a gentleman that's suing Texas Pete Hot Sauce because it isn't actually made in Texas as well. And this is a little bit different, though. They're like, hey, Texas Pizza," nickname of the guy that started the company. We're not being facetious, saying it's made in Texas. Whereas this one seems a little bit more blatant, like there's nothing Italian nor number one about this, which is really weird. But uh, so we'll see what ends up happening. This one's at least going to an actual case. Stop lying to
0: us. What smells? A real horror book. (laughs) Real horror book.
1: Uh, And that is the whole idea. There's a new book out called Castle Rock Kitchen, Big J. It is wicked good recipes (laughs) from the world of Stephen King. (laughs) And it takes its inspiration from a bunch of his creepiest books. The recipes range from the French toast that the mom and son in Cujo dream about as they hide from a killer St. Bernard to roast ground beef on a stick inspired by a scene in the body that turned into Stand By Me. If you've ever seen the movie version of Carrie, you'll be thankful that they didn't mix up a Prom Night special, but there's lots of weird and interesting and also delicious. Like, I mean, the whole point isn't to make it gross. It's to make it really good food that's kind of based on some of these actual tales that Stephen King has spun. If Stephen
0: King was dead, he'd be rolling in his grave. (laughs) Because, well, I I, like, when he wrote that scene in Cujo, I I don't think he ever imagined, you know, somebody one day is going to put this... (laughs) I mean I'm not even don't even have a recipe. I'm not giving you the right. recipe. No. I'm just saying we're having some french toast dreams here
1: uh, <laughs> that that's going to eventually become a part of a cookbook. Something tells me he had to have signed off on it cuz oh, his yeah, name totally. is featured in the, he didn't write it or anything like that but his name is yeah. featured prominently in the title and I think you have to get permission. Yeah,
0: give me that. money and then you can go ahead and do this. Yeah, By right. the way, dumb
1: idea. Uh well, I mean some people are into it. I mean there's some things that make sense. Like the Bob's Burgers cookbook makes sense to me. Right, because it's Food-based, right. Burgers. But also, you know, somebody trying to cash in around Halloween. This shouldn't surprise anybody either. Wrap it up with what smells. Passengers were confused when a woman named Haley Cohen brought on her fish on a flight to Florida in a full container of water. The fish's name was Pluto, was strapped into his own seat. The seatbelt was securely fastened. He can also be seen enjoying Florida once the plane landed. But how can he get on the plane, Big J? That's the question. The plane According to TSA rules, a fish can fly if they're kept in a clear, spill-proof glass or plastic container. And Haley claims that the TSA tested the water and then let the fish through security. Every airline has its own rules, so make sure you check before you're bringing your fish friend to wherever you're going. But I also say anybody that's flying with a fish is probably trying to get TikTok famous. That's the only thing that I can try to gather that from. Nobody takes their fish on vacation. Agree or disagree? Yeah,
0: that's weird, man. It is super weird. weird. Very
1: Red flag. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on a whole bunch of stuff. Here's some sound garden for you here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. A little over a week ago, Big J, you started an impromptu kind of remodel project in one of your rooms and it had some bumps along the way, but how are we doing? Let's get a big J remodel update.
0: Yeah, cause that's my studio. And I'm like, uh, I kinda need that uh, for some stuff. Yeah. I mean, I do some stuff from home. So uh, yeah, we, we had to do some new flooring in uh, one of our rooms. And um, so uh, the wife's brother brother, came over to do it. He'd volunteered and he did his own house. And uh, look, uh, Ryan's a great dude uh, and he uh, he's very helpful. And he came over and so we were expecting to help him. You know? uh-huh. and we had everything prepped so we had the floor we cleaned it up taking all the staples out from the previous carpeting and all that sort of stuff had it already and and he comes over early in the morning on saturday so like we're i'm up at like 5:30. yeah i was like what's going on why are we doing this again and um he's uh, he's uh, comes over and you know what he goes everybody out of the room i'm gonna take over and he does he wants to do it all himself Right. Next thing you know, we're hearing sawing and just a power tools before he's touched any of the flooring or anything. You had we're, mentioned I'm you like,
1: were playing video games. This yeah, yeah.
0: On. And I'm like, what's going on in here? This doesn't sound right. And uh, you know, sure enough, though, he'd started to get the floor done, and he spent a good amount of time in there and almost had gotten done. But part of the thing is, he's like, hey, can I take the? Can I take the? Um, the trim boards off. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. I mean, that would make sense. you you need to get into those. And I didn't realize that he'd taken stuff off from the walls and, and stuff as well. And then, you know, it had been a long day for him, so he's like, yeah, we'll have to, you know, follow this up later in the next week. And so he left and then we we're like, oh man, um, it's kind of interesting. It doesn't look quite right. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he worked hard and we don't want to, you know, be mean or anything sure, like that. Sure, hurt feelings, yeah. And then uh, and then we, uh, you know, the wife, the uh, you know, the kid and I were like, you, you talked to Handyman Allen about this, right? And she's like, nah, I didn't send him a message. Like, what the hell you mean you didn't send Handyman Allen a message? His name is Handyman Allen. And he's our good friend, and so he came over uh, a couple nights ago, and he looked at it, and he goes, yeah, I can
1: help out. And so, uh, we Was get he a, shaking his head vigorously? Yeah, either? yeah, so okay. we get
0: him uh, a six-pack and uh, make him some food, and the next thing you know, he's had to take out all the floor that had been put oh down and start God. all over again. So okay. he's come over the last couple nights and uh, helped us out, and so we're almost done. Well, hopefully by the end of the weekend, but we got to find some new trim boards and all that stuff. Uh to replace it, right?
1: you think it'll be wrapped up by this weekend?
0: Yeah, I nice. think so. Yeah. yeah, at least where I can move my computer and stuff, uh, desk and all that back in. All right. Have so. you
1: uh, have you picked out a rug for the room that'll tie no, it together? No, there's no rugs, man. You're not allowed to have rugs in the hardwood floors? I don't want a rug. How come? I like to roll around, man. Oh, you? Oh, it's a rolling desk. As no, well. no,
0: I mean, uh, I no. There, that's what I, I was I thinking more
1: for. Well, oh. I, well, I mean, if you want it to be, listen, I'm a rug fan, so don't listen to me. This is just like when I have my stuff, I have it on there, like like uh, in my kitchen table's on a rug because I don't want it to like scratch up the floors if it gets moved or whatever. And so that's a way to protect yeah. your new floors if you want. To.
0: Yeah, and there have been carpeting in there in the both rooms before, so I'm kind of concerned about sound resonance. So I'm going to have to do some
1: work on that too. Oh, but. Soon, handyman Allen will be hanging up some soundproofing in there before he knows it. Yeah, probably not. Coming over probably for some st- brisket.
0: staple stuff into the walls.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We got your bad impressions. They're next on the X Rocks.
0: Morning after with Nick and Big J. Yes, indeed. And bad impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center Pre-Owned Superstore, Treasure Valley Subaru. We got tickets. For you, a show happening Monday at the Ditting Factory and uh, some prong metal for you. It should be some fun. And that uh, band, Animals as Leaders, is uh, going to be uh, there again uh, Monday at the knitting Factory. So we'll get you set up with that if you can figure out bad impressions this morning.
1: Our phone number is 208-287-1003. That's a number that you would like to call if you want to play the little game that we have going on here, which works like this. Big J has put together three different clues. Now, each one of those clues... Leads to somebody pretty famous. It's usually the same person. If you can figure out who that is and the three clues are less, then you are the winner. Big J, you've been spot on. How many clues is it going to take today? Um, boy, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with three. Okay. Probably. Says it's a difficult one today. It's not. It'll just take three. Oh, hello, the X. Hi there. Hi, man. What's up? What's your name? Uh, Aaron. All right, Aaron, you're up first. Good luck. I've been pretty yes, busy sir. lately
0: with my advertising company, Maximum Effort creating commercials for my other company, Mint Mobile. Uh, okay, next. My friend Rob and I bought a soccer team and made a show about it called Welcome to Rexham. Rexham, <laughs> the H is Rexham. Ham. No. Uh, uh, next. Who's excited besides me, Deadpool, that Hugh Jackman is coming back as Logan in Deadpool 3? Uh that guy's name? Uh... Gosh, I can't think of it. Sorry. Oh, no. Oh, boy.
1: Well, does that technically mean you're wrong? Yeah. No, the,
0: does that count now as six if I have to <laughs> say them again? I don't
1: know. How this works. We're it's making okay. it up as we go. What's up, man? Did you hear Big Jay's clues? I did not.
0: All you right. Did you hear them again? Fire through them. Yeah, uh, I've been pretty busy lately with my advertising company, Maximum Effort, creating commercials for my other company, Mint Mobile. Oh, Let's do the next one My friend Rob and I bought a soccer team And made a show about it called Welcome to Rexham Uh, I want to say Ryan Reynolds There you
1: go Yeah, that is correct Good job, my friend Hang on one second I'll hook you up with those animals As leaders tickets for Monday At the Knitting Factory Nobody tells me how to pronounce stuff And, well, Ryan would
0: Why is Ryan
1: Reynolds in the news?
0: Uh, It's his birthday on Saturday Or this coming Sunday Is his birthday Uh, How old do you think he's going to be? 44 Close. He's going to be forty-six years old. Happy birthday, Ryan! uh, Share some that in in common with him, at least,
1: (laughs) and good looks. But that's it. That's it. Yes, you don't. You don't understand uh, the show. I will say this: Welcome to Wrexham is very, very good it's a great documentary series about yes two superstars buying a small soccer team so soccer plays a role but i got way more into it than i thought i was going to get into it well probably because of rob right i
0: mean you're a huge fan of it's always sunny in philadelphia i love both of them yeah
1: and so and they play that up and it's very and they both have fantastic personalities they're very funny and they really do start to understand what this little teeny tiny soccer club that they thought they bought means to this community and it becomes very important to them and it's much more about the people and the fans and the and the actual people behind the team than it is the team itself. At what
0: point did they cover this that they decided they would do a show about it?
1: Uh, it was it, well th- that they make f- jokes about it because they're like you really already have a documentary crew following you around, so it it's, oh. it documents it from the actual conversations where they're actually starting to buy the club. So oh, I, okay. I imagine it was pretty early on in the process.
0: Yeah, and he's busy. Uh, got that, and of course, you know, Deadpool three in the works. Uh, spirited coming out this Christmas season with uh, Will Ferrell looks like a lot of fun. And uh, listen, uh, Dragon's Lair the movie. Oh my <laughs> I god, mean, I forgot about that's, that. That's uh, been announced, and uh, we should see how that goes but happy
1: birthday Ryan reynolds yep. on sunday morning after with nick and big j we'll wrap up the show here next on the x rocks <coughs> that's the latest from blink 182 song is called edging and that's wrapping up the morning after with nick and big j for this friday thank you for hanging out with us another clue in the x rock murder mystery happened at 7 30 you'll hear that clue again at 12 30 and 5 30 today your opportunity to take some guesses is coming your way and oh by the way we're gonna up the ante next week Because even wrong guesses in the murder mystery is going to net you some haunted world passes. So we are going to give you, now we're making you pay attention a little bit more. You want to get your Halloween on around the Treasure Valley, we will happily hook you up. But you have to take a legitimate guess at the murder mystery. That begins on Monday. We're excited for that. Code Word was given away at 9 o'clock. We have four more of those today for inflation retaliation. A little bit after 11, 1, 3, and 5. And your opportunities to text in and get in on the drawing just like Leah did, won herself a thousand dollars today. Congratulations to her. And we also had a chance to talk about perhaps Turkey Santa, which is never good, and we also talked about little Big J. I wanna have a little big J running around. And yeah, you don't want any part, part of it. You don't have that dream. You're going to make that happen for yourself. Well, listen, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just rooting for it here silently in my own little room. Big J, that leaves you with the floor. Yeah, we didn't cover this,
0: but uh, later this uh, week here, um, Motley Crue announced that they're going to continue touring of in 2023. With Def Leppard, because they're making a crap ton of money.
1: Yeah, man, they're filling up football stadiums, which is insane. That tour that
0: was uh, in 2022 made $173 million.
1: That is a lot of money. That's a lot of people that saw that. And that was uh, Joan Jett was on then, so it was Poison. So it was uh, it was a four-headed monster for sure that was out there doing the run. But yeah, Molly Crew, which of course came by on their last tour ever, I believe you remember. It was uh, towards the end of that actual cycle. So it was supposed to be one of the last shows they've ever did. And, of course, now they're on tour Liars. permanently. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Jason Drew's up next. You guys have a great weekend. I'll see you out at Team Mazda tomorrow from 1 to 3 out there at the old Kmart in Nampa for their special sale. Have a great weekend. It's the X-Rocks. <laughs> the Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.